All right, you guys, for this week's episode, we have Jason, who is the modern dad. You can follow him at Instagram at the underscore modern underscore dad. And not only does Jason have a great story about learning to love yourself, but he also is hilarious. He kept us laughing this week. And if you want to continually get some daily laughs, go follow him on Instagram right now. Well, actually do it after you listen to this episode, then go follow him on Instagram. We are firm believers here at the Husband Law Podcast that when you first learn to love yourself, then you show up better in all aspects of your life, especially in your relationships. And Jason really exemplifies this. We hope you enjoy this week's episode and that you have some fun laughing with us and Jason this week. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. It feels like you're actually here. I am. <laughs> so where are you in reality? Is this your living room? No, um, it's kind of. It's like a... Yeah, so this is our downstairs fireplace. This is where we like try to figure out what we're going to do for the mantle upstairs. This is like our test area. Oh, you have but a this is like... Yeah, this is like our basement that somebody said they're building a fort, but it's really just a pile of blankets and pillows. That is a heck of a fort. <laughs> right? Good fort. I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, get some tables or something so you can get in there. What so this is like where the kids play and stuff. What's that? What are you teaching these kids about fort building? Come yeah. on. I know, I know, I know. My parenting is not so good <laughs> when it comes to fort building. When it comes to <laughs> fort <laughs> But we can go shopping. They definitely... Got that down now. That's all that matters. <laughs> so For I, sure. So I saw some of your Insta stories where you were taking your daughter shopping. And I was like, yeah. I hate dressing rooms. Like, those are my worst nightmare dressing rooms. Why? Dressing yeah, room? why? I just hate trying on clothes. Oh. Is it because you think someone's going to walk in? No, not at all. Oh, because that's what I freak out about. I'm like, um, I'm going to keep knocking outside so people know I'm in here. <laughs> or I'm like super loud in there. I'm like, okay, I'm putting one pant leg on. Okay, now the other. You haven't zipped up yet, so don't move. But you know, somebody might take that as an invitation to come yeah. in. Right, I know, I know. Backfire on time. <laughs> It's fine. I'm not zipped up. <laughs> I'm not zipped up, ladies. Or whoever, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know one of my friends, her son claps a lot while he's in the dressing room. He just yeah. constantly is clapping. Just just got the clap in the clap in there. That's fine. No judgment. That is so funny. <laughs> cool. All right. So well, we're super excited that you're uh, joining us tonight. Yeah, it's fun. I honestly feel like, and I know you probably get this a lot, where you people say they feel like you, they know you. Yeah. And that's something we've started having too. And I'm like, this is so weird for people to be like, oh my gosh, you have no idea who I am. But <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, that's always their first thing. You have no idea who I am. I'm like, right. That's how we always start conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, what is happening? But it's fun. 
it's different, but it's funny. So let's okay. do an introduction. So yeah, so tell us we about are, yourself. We have started recording. <laughs> okay. So tell us. Okay. Tell us about yourself. So my name's Jason. I'm in the account the Modern Dad. Why the um, Modern Dad? Okay, so I was born in the 80s. So most of our dads were like, it's not that they didn't love us, but dad went to work all day, came home. It was kind of getting out of the like, leave it to beaver type era. So it's not that like mom was in a dress and made dinner and everything was ready, but like dad would come home from work and then it was like his work was done. Yeah. And so I always just thought like, that was great, but I'll never be like that. I want to be like a part of my kids' lives. Mm. That's awesome. So that's where the modern dad came in because people, oh my gosh, I get so many, so much crap from people being like, oh, modern, so you don't vaccinate? You don't do it? And I'm like, okay, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm just modern in that like different than what I'm used to. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I take it. Okay. And so I yeah, I have a blog and the Instagram. And that's it. I've been doing it for almost seven years. I've been blogging forever, but yeah, people just apparently like hearing and knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> is that weird? Who knew? Yeah. It is weird now, but I don't know. I it is weird. About, I was thinking about that today, like making Insta stories, and I'm like, who cares? But then people respond, like every time. Like, okay. Oh. Somebody's so in So, because of this coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. The mall closed. Yeah. I had at least 50 messages from people letting me know. <laughs> what, oh, my gosh. What are you going to do? City Creek's closed. I'm like, oh, my, it's fine. Like, Did you I also saw that it's just closed for the day because they're cleaning it. It's fine. <laughs> Did you tell them, well, Thirst Drinks isn't closed, so I'm good. I'm like, Thirst isn't closed and Jollies isn't closed, so. <laughs> We're okay. And that's all I ever show. Apparently, that's all I do. <laughs> so funny. So, Jason, funny. for me, the, that equivalent was Tree Fort is a big music festival that Boise does every year, which I love. I, like, live for Tree Fort. And as soon as it got canceled two days ago, I got a zillion messages. Oh, my gosh, Steve, what are you going to do? Right? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll do something. It'll be fine. We'll but boy, do the people let you know. <laughs> okay, so before we go back into your intro, yeah, how do you feel about church now being done? It's not done. Well, it's just... It's done. I was, I'm listening. I was like done. Indefinitely? Fine. <laughs> um, I know. I was on my drive home from work, and my sister texted me, and she's like, oh, P.S., Church and all church activities are canceled. I was like... Yeah, and let's make that clear. This was a couple hours ago. It was announced that the LDS church is suspending all church meetings until further notice. Ultimately, yeah. Correct? Yeah. Correct. I wasn't mad. <laughs> I don't have to get up early, but I also am trying to think of what I'm going to do for our Sunday mantle, like our Sunday picture. It's going to be pajamas, man. <laughs> Right? Like what, basically like what we do for conference. Yeah. Like we just get in our conference clothes and conference get there and clothes. take a picture. <laughs> Penny was upset the church is canceled. My she daughter's just, upset church is canceled. Just told me. Why? Well, she she's sad church. church is canceled because it's like a social thing. And then she's also sad because swim team got canceled. But 
Oh. Anyways. I wouldn't be sad about either. <laughs> she's, she's a funny girl. Okay, so finish telling us about yourself. You have the Instagram, Modern Dad, and all yeah. But what, yep. what else about you? So I have four kids. Boy, girl, boy, girl. Good plan. My boys are 100% athlete. I am not. I played baseball growing up, but that was like my sport. Yeah. But so my son, we signed him up for flag football, soccer, basketball. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm not going to sign up to be your coach just so your friends can be on your team. Like somebody else can do that because I'm clueless. <laughs> I don't I, like I know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so they love sports. And then my I mean, our second girl is three, four months old. So, I mean, she hasn't really decided what she loves yet. Yeah. Maybe she does. It's really hard to understand her. Um, <laughs> but my four-year-old, she's like princess, hair, dresses. She loves all the girly thing, dolls. So I buy her every single doll. I love doing her hair. I love going shopping for her. Except when I would buy her like really nice things like huts and jeans and then she didn't want to wear jeans. All she wanted to wear was dresses. And I'm like, um, those things weren't cheap. Put them on one time. I've had this experience it. with huts and jeans. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm yeah. like, and they're so comfortable. They're going to be like leggings. And she wasn't having it. So, and not that I know the comfort of leggings personally. Whatever. Maybe, maybe I do. Your wife I mean, sure. put them on. Right. Yeah. She I've probably seen. walked in and was like, wait, are those mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. I just want to know what I'm buying you. You know you love this stuff so much. <laughs> I have seen you dancing in a leotard or two. That's true. That was a competition. And I said I would do, if I was nominated, I was going to do anything to win. Yeah. And I won. You rocked it, man. Oh, my gosh. The best was when... So I did the single ladies dance. Oh, my. In a custom-made leotard. I have not. In heels. Oh. Taught myself the dance in a week. Had never done it in heels. That was the first time in heels. That's you know a, what was ambitious. funny? Is when I watched I'm it, just saying. I watched it without the sound, and I knew what song it was. Like, oh, it, yeah. Like, oh. I was singing it, and then I turned the sound on. And I was like, yes. Yeah, oh, you. I can't tell you how many times at work I have walked past people, and that is playing on their computers. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, this is awkward. Before I started, they sent it out to everybody in the company, being like, this is who we hired to send out our emails. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, if I'm going to put it on the internet, I guess this is going to be a thing. That is so, so funny. So Jason, yeah, so where do you work? I work for a crafting company here in Utah and I do all their social media, all their digital communications. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. so like scrapbook, was it a scrapbooking company or a crafting company? Crafting. Crafting. Okay. Yes. Don't confuse like, that. <laughs> yeah, we're not scrapbooking. We're stamps, ink, and paper. Oh, fun. I mean, 
Does it sound like <laughs> stamp it up? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I work there and I do all their social media and digital communication. And if we have to take that off, we can take that off for the record. Oh yeah. No, I don't care. I just never, I don't tell anybody. So, so I used to do. Until they ask. Okay. Like I'll talk about it. And then people are like, they're like, they'll message me and be like, wait, do you work at Stampin' Up? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> how, how long have you been there? Five years. Okay. Yeah. I, I used That's to. Fun. I used to do fulfillment for a company called Chatterbox, which was oh yeah 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 a scrapbooking company. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I was familiar with Stamp It Up. Yeah, it's been around for thirty years, thirty-one years this year. So how's the coronavirus? I don't know. I don't know how. How's coronavirus? What affecting Stamp It Up? I don't know. I was sitting at my desk waiting for them to send out an email saying work from home the next two weeks. But they didn't, and I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the truth. I'm like, every... Okay, the language <laughs> is going to have to get bleeped out. Um, everything <laughs> I do is just digital, and I'm like, can I just work from home? Yeah. If it was just like, the governor said, if you can, work from home. And I'm just trying to obey. I'm just trying to keep the laws in order. <laughs> Good job. Who knew? Right? I'm, I'm a standing citizen. I'm a good... Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, I mean, we have stuff that comes from China. Yeah. And so people worry about it, but it's like... Yeah, I'm sure it's... A, not, that is not where you're going to get it from, Karen. Yeah. It's going to be... The, <laughs> <laughs> or as now as the internet's calling Barb from Bachelor, because she's the new Karen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I need to go back and watch Bachelor now because Barb's been all over. Are you a Bachelor? But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this season was garbage until the finale. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Now I okay. feel like we need to watch it. Yeah. Just watch the finale. Even just part two, and you'll be fine. Okay. That's where you'll know where everything that everyone's talking about is from. Okay. Got it. We'll have to go check that out later. Got to keep up on pop culture here. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so one of of the things we believe in, Jason, and I feel like after I've listened to you and seen a lot of your stuff, that you epitomize this, is that we believe that after you come to love and accept yourself and understand showing up for yourself in your most authentic way that then you show up better in all of your relationships. Like then you find this happiness and people are drawn to you, which I know you've expressed and seen. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So we want to hear a little bit about your journey to how you really came to just accept who you were and love yourself. Sure. Okay. So I would say as it is with 98 Point seven percent of people junior high is probably the worst time of your life yeah but it's like everybody's just trying to figure things out I don't know who knows what's happening I mean maybe it's that thing called puberty I don't know my voice never went through it so I don't really know what it is um so elementary I went to an elementary and then that elementary when you're going into seventh grade you went to one of two junior highs. 
I wanted to go to one junior high that was much more preppy, classy. Class. But instead, I was in the area that was more like you were either a blood or crip or you were, I don't even know. It was like neither of those things. So I go to that junior high and I'm just trying to like figure out who I am. But at the same time, I'm like the fun, loud, <laughs> the guy that in elementary loved to do jump rope. Yeah. Played with all the girls. Every girl knew me. All my friends were girls. How much, how much so, did you raise for jump rope for heart? Oh my gosh. I probably could have made millions. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I because and for heart. I literally just thought about this the other day because we were doing in my gym, we were doing jump ropes. And I was like, oh my gosh, in freaking fifth grade when we did the Olympics, I just went in for jump rope and I had practiced so much to kill it <laughs> while everyone's doing like put how many push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups they could do. I was like, I'm going to murder you all in jump rope. <laughs> and I messed up on the second one and I think I went home and cried for like three hours. Aww. But now I can like do those stupid double unders and I'm like, yeah, bring that back. Good for you. <laughs> Kill them. But I got teased a ton in elementary because I was never playing the sports. I was never with all the boys playing the, like any of those things. I was with the girls. So it was always, oh my gosh, he's gay, he talks gay, he looks gay. And really, I mean, at the time it was super hard because I was just thinking, I'm not, that's not what I am. Like, what am I doing that's making people think this? I'm just trying to be myself. So during that time, I was definitely somebody I wasn't. I was just trying to be this like skater kid that would just... I don't even, I don't know. It was just, I wasn't me. And then high school, I went from that to like preppy and polos and button ups and still friends with everybody's girlfriend, but all the boys just wanted to beat me up. And I remember like being called things in the hall and it was just more of like, what am I doing that's making people think this? Yeah. And I would get asked out to dances by boys and it was just like, I was very confused. I didn't know what, because I was not attracted to guys. I knew I wasn't. I was very attracted to girls. That's probably why all my friends were girls. Cause I'm like, I mean, I want abs like that guy, but I'm not like, I don't want to do things to him by looking at his abs. Yeah. But like the girls, I was like, the things I could do to you. <laughs> in not a scary way so but I was just like <laughs> like because I'm like oh that didn't sound good <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was just like I just thought so what what am I doing that's throwing these off to people and then I just thought like it's got to be how I dress what I do how I sound and that's just what I got to deal with and so I went on a mission, I came home, and I heard some kids talking crap about me. And I just remember thinking, like, I'm so done with, like, the people judging and thinking what they want. Like, I've got to get away from here. So I moved back to California, and I just thought, because, I mean, whether you're gay, straight, whatever, 
it was so much more accepting there. And yeah. I felt like if I'm somewhere that people are more accepting of me, no matter what I want, it would be better. And it was just an amazing experience. It was so fun. And I think it was there that I was just like, cause, and nobody knew me. I moved to this small town where maybe like I moved in with a family of like six and they're the only people that really knew me. And so I was 21. Okay. And yeah, I just, it was just fun. Then after that, it was just like, these people all liked me and became friends with me because of who I am and what I like to do. And we would go see Broadway shows and we'd go shopping and like, we do all kinds of stuff. I go surfing with a friend every Saturday morning and it was just, it didn't matter what you were into, you were friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's never awesome. did I feel like that judgment. And that's when I was like, okay, so when I go back to Utah, I don't really care what people think because yeah. this is me and this is who I am. And if you, do, if you don't like me, that's like, I don't care. Like I finally had reached that point that was like, I don't care what you think of me because your opinion doesn't matter unless you're like going to be kind and actually try to get to know me. And isn't that like a freeing moment when you realize that, that you don't have to worry, like who cares what anybody else thinks? Oh, totally. Oh, and it was like a lot of tears, a lot of nights crying because I still would be like, oh my gosh, what do people think? What's happening? But it was once I got to that point of, okay, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I'm into, like it or not. And it just, it really was so freeing and so fun. And so it was a huge like weight off my shoulders. And you know what is so crazy about like listening to this is first of all, it's a lot of people's experience. Like just in general, I feel like a lot of people go through this same heartache of feeling like they can't be themselves or embrace who they are. Mm-hmm. But having been married to Steve and watching him struggle with being in the church and being gay is like the same experience, except you were straight and it was still... Oh, yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. When it was so funny, I remember in California, so everyone wants to be a celebrity there, right? Yeah. So I went to audition for Real World. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) And... It's at this bar and we're sitting all around a circle and they have everybody say, what is the biggest misconception that people have about you? And I'm like, oh, I got the perfect one. I got the gold mine answer. <laughs> and everyone goes around and the guy next to me, he's this burly, drinking a beer, like tough guy. And he goes, the biggest misconception about me is that everybody thinks I'm 100% straight but I am 100% gay. And I was like, shut up right now. I am totally opposite. And he was like, and I was like, everyone thinks I'm 100% gay, but I am 100% straight. And he was like, oh, I've changed that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm straight. It's fine. <laughs> but it was just like that whole, we both had that moment. And I was like, I get what you're going. I totally get how you're feeling and what you're going through. It was so crazy, but he really like tried to give me his number and tried to go out with me. And I was like, no, really, I'm, I'm fine. 
that's interesting though bonding with someone who knows what it feels like to be something and not fit the stereotype of what people expect that to look like totally yeah you look at us you hear us you talk to and everyone in the circle they all were like there's no way you guys know each other and you set this up and i was like (laughs) i have never met this guy ever and he's like no really we don't know each other <laughs> we it was hilarious yeah it was <laughs> so funny that we like happened to sit by each other that is nuts <laughs> did you but yeah we both had gone through that experience so i they called us aside and they were said and it was the last set of interviews and they said okay we need you to fill out this application that's 17 pages long that's telling every single bit of your life and then you get an interview after that and more interviews and they take you in front of all these groups and they ask you everything about what's on there. And then they said that I didn't make it. Oh. And I was like, you're missing out because I am a good time. They Fine. did miss out. They missed out for sure. Fine. They're <laughs> lost. So funny. Do you guys have a question? Cause I have a question. Go for it. <laughs> I have all the questions tonight. So I've been thinking too, do you feel like, it was more of a stigma in the church or out of the church or was it just in general? Like just you got it from all, all the people. I think it was the, I mean, the thing is it's hard because here so many people are in the church. Yeah. And so it's like, I can't say that I felt like it was in the church because then when I moved to California, everybody, all my friends weren't in the church, Yeah. but they were also accepting, but it was like, there wasn't anybody my age that was in the church there because all of them would come to BYU. Yeah. And I was like, but my friends that like were in my ward and stuff, they all were fine. And they didn't think they all wanted to date me. And I was like, no, you're (laughs) too churchy. (laughs) Fine. That is funny. (laughs) So speaking of that, how did you meet your wife? So my wife, so we both were 30. I know we're like the, like crazies of getting married when we're 30. I was in a singles ward in Taylorsville, which is like West part of Salt Lake Valley. She is from the East side of Salt Lake Valley. And so there's like no way we would have ever met, but her uncle became my Bishop. And he said, you need to take my niece out. And I said, no. And he was like, no, really, you guys would have a fun time. And I said, no, really, I don't need to be set up on another blind date. I'm fine. I have enough friends. And he was like, no, but really, take her. And I was like, no, really, I'm not. So then I went to this, like, family home evening, and his wife took me in a corner and was like, I told her you're going to call. You're taking her out. And I was like, well, I'm not one to stand someone up. Yeah. That's not going to happen. And so I called her, and both of us still have the messages on our phone of when we called each other. Mm-hmm. But I called her and said, hey, it's Jason. I'm wondering if you want to go to a Bees game, which is like a local baseball team, because I could get free tickets because I wasn't going to pay for a blind date. I wasn't going <laughs> to put money on it. And then and you love we ended sport. up going out. And I love sport. <laughs> I, knew if you, I knew if you went to a baseball game, you don't really have to pay attention, no. but it's fun to like be around and there's all the food. Yep. And so I was like, 
and I knew she liked going to bees games. Her aunt told me. And so I was like, let's go to a bees game. And we went and we didn't even watch the game and it was over and we were still talking. And then it was like every single day after that we were together and we just clicked. And it was so crazy because we are total opposites. Opposite. She was like, like Paul yeah, for amen. She knew what was up. <laughs> that is awesome. So, yeah. Quick, another quick question on that. Were you ever on LDS Planet? No, never ever did online dating. Okay, because it was kind of. I mean, not new, but like you judged the people that were online dating. This was like eight years ago, which doesn't seem like that long ago. But like all my friends, we'd be like, I'm not going on there. I'm not turning my life to that. <laughs> it's fine. Well, Matt did, so you can judge him. I did too. Oh. <laughs> this was oh. after I was married and then divorced with kids. Then I went on to the online dating. Like how long ago? It was about the same time. About eight years ago. Oh, so I was judging you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> People. <laughs> oh. I'm going to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing too is here, like you're on there just for hookups. Yeah. Which I mean, I was fine with, but <laughs> I could get hookups by just texting somebody. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little bit of Nickmo. Uh, I was kind of a whore. <laughs> That's shy. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're breaking up a little bit. Do we need to? Do oh, sorry. To get it's back? all your fault. No. Yeah, it probably is. We got garbage <laughs> internet here. Mm. Oh, I think you made a story about that I'm over it a little bit ago. Yeah, we are not. We are anti CenturyLink. I'm like, I don't even know who we have anymore. We still have them because I paid the bill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I have a question. Yeah. I'm just curious, do you hear from, like, do you have a following of, I suppose, do you know anyone else that's in your scenario that is straight but doesn't fit the stereotype and gets harassed for it? Have you heard from people that relate to that portion of your journey yes so it's funny because a friend of mine in idaho you're welcome shout out (laughs) (laughs) she had texted me and she's like so i have this friend exact same thing everyone thinks he's gay he's 100 percent straight and it was like the same thing love shopping he's just a fun guy and like he would just get it. And he, so he didn't know what to think of it all. And she's yeah. like, do you mind talking to him just to share with him what you went through, like how it's been for you? So yeah, sure. And so I texted him and was like, yeah, it sucked. But at the end of the day, I knew what I wanted and I knew who I was. And so if you know who you are and know what you're wanting, like it doesn't matter what people say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter like what they think because who cares? Yep. It gets frustrating sometimes because you're like, what? Like, what did I do that made you think that? But if it's like, if it's my looks, if it's my style, if it's the way I do things, like, it's not that I take it as like, to me, it's a compliment. 
Yeah. But to everyone else, it's not. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because yeah. I always think of it as like, they're not ugly. They're, everybody loves them. They're yeah. so fun. Like, so you just think of all these great things, but also like the world thinks so much, so differently of it because it's so not right in quotes. Yeah. And so I just was like, you just got to find out what you want either way, but you just need to find out for yourself. And he's like, well, I know, I know I'm straight. I know, like, I know I like girls. And then it turns out that he liked my friend and they ended up getting married. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, well, there you go. See, no wonder why he was like all up by you. But yeah. <laughs> so that's well, one story. That's one story. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was interesting growing up, like in the church, I never fit the mold of what everybody told me, like a typical Mormon girl should look like. My hair was always crazy. I always had weird outfits, but I was super straight edge, like very by the book and my friends were not. And so it was always interesting to me to have to kind of prove myself that you can still be an active member of the church and not look this typical role. In fact, I remember <laughs> when Steve and I first got married, so this was like 15 years ago, he didn't always like what I wore because I was loud. And like, he didn't know how to handle that. Like my hot pink pants and my whatever. And he tried to get me to buy, I'm gonna see if you guys remember <laughs> oh these. Gosh. Do you remember the floral dresses that all of the, girls were with like the, the three the buttons down the front yeah 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 he was like maybe like floor legs floor, yeah he's like maybe you should buy one of those and i'm like no i am not buying one of those <laughs> he's like, well, isn't that what you're supposed to wear and i'm like i don't care what i'm supposed to wear like that's yeah. not who i am nobody <laughs> said i was supposed to wear this yeah. But I think I'm there's... Not, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> He's not no friend. And quite frankly, I'm really glad you didn't buy one of those dresses. <laughs> but it's just interesting to me that we get so caught up in who everybody else thinks we're supposed to be. And right. that, yep. and exactly like you said, once you know who you are and what you want, then you can let go of all those other people's opinions. And that is... Powerful. Right. It is so... Right. And yeah. Jessica, you have to know that that was one of the major things that attracted me to you is I was yeah. very much at a place in life where I was very caught up in what I thought I was expected to look like and be like and act like and dress like. And it was so attractive to me that you didn't buy into that. Yeah. And yes, I struggled with it in that instance and like tried to change you in that way. And thank goodness she didn't let me, but like... <laughs> That was one of the things that I so admired about you and was attracted to was your sense of identity, which I yeah. very much lacked and was so appealing to me. And anyway, I liked that, that quality. <laughs> Love it. So like, do you have any suggestions for people on how to just get to know yourself and what you want? Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask too, is just how do we, we all get to that place? I know, because, like, what, do we all need to go somewhere where no one knows us and to just figure yeah. ourselves out? Like, I don't think that's the answer. I think what it is is we just have to know, like, no matter your age. And I think when you're younger, it's hard, but when you're older, it's hard, too. Yeah. Um, but you just have to know, like, 
who cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter. You just have to be who you want to be. And the thing is, is we change, we grow, we have different styles, we have different things we start to love. For the longest time, I'd a bunch of my friends would get to, uh, on a team, we'd play softball together. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done playing softball. I don't want to be with the bros anymore. And then for the longest time, I was like obsessed with Abercrombie. And that's all I wore. <laughs> or when yeah. it went to J. Crew because I turned, I was older than 23. And it was like, <laughs> like you just change, but you have to know that like, that's okay. So you're it's okay to change. When was your Abercrombie, you know, was that two years ago? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think maybe two years ago was when I got rid of, I probably still have some, let's be honest. Because <laughs> uh, I worked there for eight years. Whoa. Oh, wow. And I may or may not have been one of those door greeters for a season. <laughs> <or> <laughs> <two>. <laughs> if you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I was also the only one that was super friendly when you walked in the store. I'm sure you were awesome. Because like, you know when you went in Abercrombie, everyone was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so beautiful. And yeah. I don't even want to talk to you because I make five fifteen an hour. I was the one that was like, oh my gosh, get over here. Let's find the perfect jeans for you because nobody will talk to me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> And then they're like, let's put you in the front of the store without a shirt on, and then let's see what happens. Like, All right. Well, let's get this body waxed. Ghoul. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is like, that's the thing. Like, you just change, and you, you figure out who you are. And when I was in my Abercrombie phase, like, that was me. And I didn't care what people thought that I was wearing two polos with the collar popped up or a polo and a t-shirt over it or shirts that said like ridiculous things. <laughs> like now when I look at the pictures of all the things, I'm like, what was I thinking? But at the time it was like, I didn't care. It was fun. It was who I was. And now it's the same thing. I, I just do what I want and I'm comfortable and I still get comments all the time and messages of people like, just come out already. Just let your wife know. And I'm like, come out of what? Like, yeah. believe me, my wife knows I'm not gay. That's <laughs> why we have four kids. Like, <laughs> like she knows. And I'm just like, I think you just have to let yourself get to the point where you are comfortable and happy with who you are. Yeah. And until you can get to that point, like, I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. It's hard. But then it's the best afterwards. Oh my gosh, the best. Yes. That's like, like what I freak flag fly. Yep. That's what I try <laughs> so hard to express to people is I'm like, it might be worth getting there. Like, yes, you have to own up to your crap and take responsibility for who you are, but man. Oh yeah. And I did some crazy stuff. Like my wife, when I tell her story, she's like, You did what? I'm like, I know. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. But you know what? I learned from it. And now you know that I'll never do something like that again. And if our kids ever are in a situation like this, they won't be because I'll be able to talk to them on what I went through. She's like, okay, fair. There you go. Yep. 
Absolutely. Well, and the awesome thing is, you know, they're going to be okay, no matter what. Like exactly. I'm out good. You just keep loving them and helping them get along. And yeah. Well, that's totally. awesome. All right. Jason, you have any questions for us? Man. I, okay. So here's one. So at what point was it with your marriage that you decide to come out and just be open with yourself? Are you asking me? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You kind of cut out a little bit there, but I assumed you were. Oh, sorry. Also, we can't tell who you're pointing at on the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, you, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> so I came out to Jessica six months into our marriage, not by choice, <laughs> but she found porn on my computer. I found gay porn on the computer. Yeah. And yeah. so I had to admit to myself that clearly I'm gay and I've been in complete denial about it. Um, I'd never been with a guy, never experimented with it. So we stayed together for six and a half more years. And um, finally, I had to admit that this was not the right path for either of us. I was like white knuckling it every day, staying in the church and staying in, in our marriage. And um, first time I was ever with a guy, it was very obvious that... There is a more natural path out there for me. And uh, yeah. so we went our separate ways and redefined what we wanted our relationship to look like and kept the best parts of our relationship going and let go of the parts that weren't a natural fit. And we co-parent great together and we still are great friends. And it's an interesting little scenario that the three yeah. of us have now. <laughs> so they were married for over seven years. Yeah. Okay. And then how long have you two been married? Matt and I have been married for almost seven years now. Yeah, it'll be seven years in June. Yep. Okay, so how long between the two? A year and a half. And you, so you two stayed together, but more friends. Yeah. So Steve and I stayed, like, we were happily married and had a really good marriage. So it was very much, I mean, we did all of the things. Sure. <laughs> But then, then we divorced. But then we divorced and we've stayed friends since then. When Steve told me he was leaving, I said, okay, but we need to stay friends. Like, this is how our relationship's going to look. And at this point, we had a one-year-old that we knew yeah. we were going to co-parent and yeah. be on good terms and on the same page. And I didn't mean to cut you off, though. No, you're good. <laughs> and then a year and a half later, the two of them married. Yeah. And this I think it's just cool that you're all together, that you're all friend like here we are and matt and i were friends and i introduced matt and jessica but you didn't yeah. meet online no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> even though you were on there that isn't how we met no so this isn't one of those stories so you're not crazy that's fine <laughs> <laughs> thanks we appreciate that <laughs> yeah well you guys are amazing i think what you're doing is so cool Thanks. We so feel the same about you. Thank you. Oh, go. I'm just nuts. I'm just trying to <laughs> stay alive. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing a good job. Oh, thanks. And you're uh, helping a lot of people along the way. Yep. <laughs> it's true. I, I just tell myself, if I can make one person laugh, then I'm fine. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, just have fun and be happy and... Enough with all the crap that we see on Instagram and online. Like, hey man, who cares? And I'm not one person you got to judge yourself with. Like, yeah, I go to the gym every morning, but you cannot tell 
because <laughs> I gotta do do something to help with my eating and drinking. Like otherwise, I'd be a freaking beluga. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I'm just a normal guy that just hopefully makes people a little happier. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a good job. I think you're creating a space for people to be themselves, which is yeah. really the goal is to just right. be who you are, man. Yeah. You're going to find totally. your tribe. People are out there that are going to relate. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys. This was awesome. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Here at Husband-in-Law and The Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they're appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call. Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store. Just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before and we're going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.